There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Tara Saraban, and you're listening to World's Dumbest Criminals, an upbeat podcast about deadbeat crims. If you're keen to hear about the most ridiculous, bizarre, and downright stupid criminals and crime stories in the world ever, you've come to the right place. In today's episode, I'll be talking about two stoned guys transporting 20 pounds of weed interstate who got so paranoid they were being followed by undercover officers that they called 911 on themselves. North Korea's fashion police who won't let people steal Kim Jong-un's look. A super petty revenge plan dreamed up by a jilted British housewife. And much more. Alrighty. Let's get cracking. On January 23rd, 2015, a couple of young guys were transporting weed interstate and getting high on their own supply when they got paranoid they were being followed by several undercover officers. 22-year-old Leyland Ayala Doliente and 23-year-old Holland Sward were driving from Las Vegas to Montana, transporting 20 pounds of marijuana and a nice female pit bull that they were returning to its owner. Why was the pit bull not with its owner in the first place, I hear you ask? Had she gone to Vegas for the weekend to play blackjack and see Celine Dion in concert? Probably, but none of that is relevant to this story. So Leland, Holland and the pit bull were driving the thousand or so miles from Vegas to Montana, smoking joints and eating snacks when they became sure there were several unmarked police cars following them. They had convinced themselves that they were on the verge of being arrested for so long that it shredded their nerves and they just couldn't take it anymore. By the time they reached Idaho, they figured it was best to just surrender to their inevitable arrest. They parked their car and walked away from it, expecting to be swarmed on by undercover cops and arrested, but it didn't happen. So they drove on further and tried again. Still no arrest. They even tried waving down the cars that they thought contained undercover police just to get it over with, but again, nothing happened. At this point, they felt like they were being toyed with in a grueling game of cat and mouse, and they just wanted it to stop. They were cold and freaked out and over it. Once they reached Rexburg, the pair exited the highway and parked their car near an Applebee's. They called 911 and asked the dispatcher to have the police stop the chase and arrest them. But they were not, in fact, being followed by the cops. The police had no idea these guys were transporting weed into state. They'd imagined the whole thing. They weren't on the authorities' radar at all. At least they weren't until they called 911 and turned themselves in. 
Their call is seriously the funniest 911 call I've ever heard. Fortunately for us, it was released by the Rexburg Police Department and featured on eastidahonews.com, so I'm going to play it for you now. Apologies that the audio quality isn't great, but I do think it's worth it. Madison, can I one? Hi, uh, we're the two dumbasses that got caught uh, trying to uh, bring some stuff through your border and all your cops are just driving around us like a bunch of jack wagons. I just really would like you guys to end it. If you guys, if you could help me out with that, we just like to get, get on with it. You got caught doing what? Ah, uh, God, okay. Um, we kind of got pooched here, trying to bring some stuff across your Idaho border. Okay. And, uh, yeah, a bunch of your cops driving around a bunch of civilian cars just not want to pick us up. I don't know what's, what's the deal. I was just wondering if you could help us out and just end it. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe call one of them. I don't know. It's getting cold out here, man. I just want to get warm and just get on with this whole thing, so. Okay. Where, uh, where are you at right now? University Boulevard, right next to the gas station in Applebee's. But all your all your buddies are around us, so if you can help us out, it'd be great. Okay. All right. And is it just you, or is there anybody else with you? Uh, it's me and my buddy that I brought with me, and then we have a dog that we're gonna bring back to its owner. But um. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, she's a really nice dog. She's not mean. She's a pit bull, so. Oh, okay, cool, okay. She's really close to the car. She can use some food, too, so. Okay. Yeah, and what, what was your name, man? Uh, it's Leland. Leland, okay. All right, hold on just one second. Okay, stay on the phone with me. All right, thank you. Nice guy. You know me to jump in the air and put my heels twice or what? Do you guys have any, like, guns or weapons or anything on yeah, you at all? We don't have we don't have any of that story with us. Just a bunch okay, of cool. snacks and stuff, so. <laughs> All right. No, I just want to make sure that just they're, they're just curious. So. Yeah, yeah. We tried walking away from the car a couple of times, and that didn't work. We tried waving them down, and it didn't work. So I don't know what's going on here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I, I do have I do have one of my uh, Mark units. He's on his way over there, so he said he'll, he's on his way to meet you. So. All right. Thank you. <laughs> oh man, I think I need to add a bunch of jack wagons to my vocabulary. When the police arrived, both men had their hands behind their heads. Holland told them, we got caught and we're surrendering. The cops found 20 pounds or 9 kilos of marijuana inside a dog cage that the guys had thoughtfully placed on the footpath for them. There was also $567 in cash inside the car, but I'm assuming that was just their snack budget. Leland and Holland were each charged with one felony count of trafficking marijuana. In June that year, Holland pleaded guilty to possession with intent to deliver, which was amended down from his original charge. He was given a five-year suspended sentence, five years probation, and ordered to serve 30 days in jail. In November, Leland was sentenced to one and a half to eight years in prison. He would have got off lighter, but the judge increased his sentence after he tested positive for marijuana, cocaine and oxycodone on his sentencing day. Unfortunately, there was no follow-up on what happened to the nice lady Pitbull, but I'm hoping her owners came and got her and she told them all about her crazy road trip. 
According to the Sun newspaper, in November 2021, Kim Jong-un reportedly banned citizens of North Korea from wearing long leather coats because it's his signature look. And he doesn't want to be walking around thinking to himself, bitch stole my look. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not okay. The trend-setting fashion plate of a dictator originally wore his black leather trench coat in 2019 after possibly having just discovered the Matrix movies. Kim's leather coat has since become a fashion must-have in the hermit country, not just because it looks so damn sexy on him, but also because it symbolizes great power and authority. At first, it was only the elite members of the communist state who could afford to copycat Kim the clothes horse's style, as only they could afford the cost of real leather coats. But then those crafty North Korean garment makers cottoned onto the existence of pleather, and that changed everything. They began importing fake leather into the country to make more affordable versions of their beloved leader's favorite jacket. It wasn't long before most markets in North Korea were selling the coats and many members of the population started sporting them. But Kim insists only he, other elites and his sister are allowed to look like rejects from the Matrix and a ban is now in place on anyone else wearing them. Radio Free Asia reported there are actual fashion police patrolling the streets to confiscate the jackets from sellers and any citizens caught wearing them. Kim toughened laws in December 2020 so that repeat fashion crime offenders could end up being sent to labour camps. A source said, They instructed the public not to wear leather coats because it is part of the party's directive to decide who can wear them. Young men protest, saying they bought the coats with their own money and there is no reason to take them away. The police respond to the complaints, saying that wearing clothes designed to look like the highest dignity is an impure trend to challenge the authority of the highest dignity. This comes hot on the heels of Kim reportedly banning mullet hairstyles, dyed hair, facial piercings and skinny jeans. I personally hope this was because he planned to rock them for his next look, but apparently it's just because they are symbolic of Western decadence. Scott, you're calling. Scout 20. Scout 20. Scout 20. Scout 20. Scout 20. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now for something delightfully petty. Bitter British housewife, 33-year-old Sharon Pound, embarked on a rather innocuous, super petty day of revenge against her ex-husband's new girlfriend, Adele, in an effort to embarrass her in front of him. In April 2020, Sharon and her unnamed husband, let's call him John, broke up. A year later, John began dating Adele. It seems Sharon was not happy about this, 
and possibly after a few glasses of Chardonnay, she came up with the most PG-rated revenge plan ever imagined. First, she accessed Adele and John's Netflix account through an Xbox account which was already signed in at her place. Then she diabolically changed the names of the profiles to Desperate Homewrecker and The Skank. I would totally watch a movie called Desperate Homewrecker and The Skank. It could be like a buddy action comedy road trip. Or maybe they solve crimes. Either way, I'm in. Later that day, Adele received several phone calls and text messages from various companies because Sharon had made inquiries on her behalf to have them call her back. These inquiries related to nose jobs from a private hospital in Manchester and having a mobility chairlift installed in her house. The implication being that she's got a bad nose and is old. Which is funny because she has a lovely nose and she doesn't look a day over 26. It's so far off the truth that it's not even particularly offensive. However, Sharon was subsequently charged with computer hacking. In a statement later read in court, Adele said, These calls have caused me considerable amounts of concern. I thought my bank details were visible on my Netflix account and I was concerned the defendant could have accessed them. I just want this to stop and for her to leave me alone. I feel she is jealous of my relationship. I feel I was targeted because of this. Prosecutor Peter Conroy said, There is some planning to give false details and a level of sophistication, but the victim has been frank, saying it has not caused her any significant distress. Sharon, who had no prior convictions, admitted harassment and a charge against her of securing unauthorised access to a computer program was dropped. Sharon was banned from contacting Adele under the terms of a 12-month restraining order. She was also fined £80 and ordered to pay £119 in costs and surcharges. According to Sharon's Facebook page, she's been in a relationship since September last year and apparently she and her daughters adore the guy. So hopefully she's over it now. Now it's time for Legend of the Week. After talking about dumb criminals all episode, I'd like to highlight a hero, two-legged or otherwise, who went out of their way to help stop a crime. In November 2013, professional axe thrower Robin Irvine was asleep in her trailer in Hemet, California, when a pair of burglars broke into her home through a window. She told NBCLA.com that the men were in her trailer long enough to make themselves sandwiches and drink her soda. Robin was awoken at around 8am when she felt someone touching her wrist as they tried to remove her watch. She sat up and screamed at the top of her lungs, then she reached down and grabbed her bedside tomahawk. When the burglars saw that she was awake and holding an axe, they ran off. Robin chased after them with her throwing tomahawk in hand. She told the media, I could have thrown it. I would have got him right in the spine or the back of his head. It would have paralysed him. I hit what I aim for. But she chose not to inflict any harm on them as they were already fleeing. 
Robin told NBC4 she learned to throw the axe when she was growing up in the mountains north of Hemet. She said, I've always kept it up. I've had this one for years. It's old, but it's perfectly balanced. A police officer who responded to Robin's 911 call arrested 22-year-old Nicholas Aloha 20 minutes later. He found him hiding behind a bush near Robin's trailer with a bag full of items, including things with her name on them. The second burglar remains at large, but I doubt he'll be dumb enough to ever go back to Robin's trailer again. What a bloody legend. 23 per Queen Tweens. Can you respond to the 415 man with the gun at 51st and Holmes? To finish up, I have a few punchline crimes for you. These are cases with hardly any information available, and they sound more like jokes than something that actually happened. According to the Times of India, a 66-year-old woman had been driving with her son in Mumbai when they approached a traffic signal. A red car driven by a man they did not know then came and tried to overtake them. When they reached another traffic signal, the road ragey man stopped his car and rolled down the window before flipping the rude finger at the woman and her son. As the woman reportedly tried to keep things calm, the man attempted to flee, which prompted her son to quickly block the red car from getting away. The man was arrested and taken to the police station where he was charged with sexual harassment, stalking and gestures towards outraging the modesty of a woman, which is crazy and way too much. In December last year, the man was sent to jail for six months. This is so bizarre to me as there is a long-standing rape crisis in India. It has been dubbed the most dangerous country for women by many human rights activists but they jail a dude for flipping the bird? Like, seriously, maybe they should work harder at preventing rapes instead. 4071-4071-MDT for all 90. A pervy pensioner who tried to film customers using a cafe's toilet was caught after he accidentally recorded himself setting up the camera. On August 5th, 2019, 77-year-old Raymond Finlay concealed a camcorder under a sink facing the toilet at a cafe in Perthshire to record people using the facilities while he ate his lunch. Yum. Around an hour later, the manager discovered the camera in the unisex toilet after noticing its green flashing light. The commotion caused by her finding it inspired Raymond to get his ass out of there as fast as possible. When detectives reviewed the footage, they saw video of Randy Raymond setting up the camcorder, along with unsuspecting men and women using the bathroom. They were able to trace the dirty old man quite easily as he'd paid for his lunch with his debit card. Randy Raymond was ordered to take part in a sex offenders rehabilitation scheme for three years, during which time he will be on the sex offenders register and under supervision. In the early morning of October 1st, 2011, Matthew Jenkins, who had been drinking many beers with his mates in Jensen Beach, Florida, decided he should go get something to eat. The drunk 30-year-old foolishly got in his Chevy pickup and went to a Taco Bell drive-thru. 
He managed to place his order and receive his taco before falling asleep with his foot on the accelerator while his truck was in park. The Taco Bell manager had to call the cops because Matthew had passed out at the pickup window and was holding up customers behind him. Oh, and also his engine had caught on fire. After fire extinguishers were used to snuff out the blaze, a deputy woke Matthew up and asked him for his ID. Matthew groggily reached into his bag, but instead of handing over his driver's license, he presented the officer with a taco. (laughs) Another deputy told him they were asking for his ID, not a taco. This prompted Matthew to chuckle to himself and begin eating the taco. (laughs) A breath test showed he was three times over the legal limit and he was charged with a DUI. This brings me to the end of the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe if you want to stay up to date with all future episodes. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks to DoxyFan from Canada for doing just that. If you want more dumb criminals in your life, you could join our World's Dumbest Criminals podcast Facebook group or follow us on Twitter at WDCriminalsPod and Instagram at World's Dumbest Criminals Podcast. If you'd like to support the show and get access to ad-free episodes, monthly bonus episodes, and a variety of merchandise, head on over to patreon.com forward slash World's Dumbest Criminals. Thanks so much, Libby Lodell, for upping your pledge. I released a patron episode last week about a man who claimed to be a naturalist as an excuse for getting around in see-through pants or trousers with the crotch cut out so his penis was always on display. As well as a man who got drunk and changed his name to Celine Dion, then got in trouble dealing with the police as he didn't have the documents to prove it and they thought he was just being a dick. Till next time, look after yourself. Stay out of trouble. And whatever you do, don't commit a crime that makes you end up on this podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.